Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Take a Shot with Amem Joy Emma. I am your girl, your host, Amem Joy Emma. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening to this podcast episode. I hope you're listening with some love, some joy, some hope, some peace. If you are not, well, then you know the drill. I'm sending that your way right about now. Happy, happy May, I should say, even though I'm kind of a little bit salty because um, it hasn't been feeling like May around these parts. It's been super, super cold. (laughs) I've been in my feelings because for the first time in ever, and I say when I say ever, I mean ever, I'm actually prepared for summer. Like I actually want the sun to shine. I want it to be warm. Usually um, when it's the summer months, I'm usually late. I'm still wearing my boots. I'm still, I'm still wearing my coats. I'm, and it's hot and people are, you know, they're adjusted and I'm like, oh, I'm still adjusting. But now I'm like all in. I'm like, I'm ready. I'm wearing my flip flops. I'm wearing my, you know, light sweaters and coming out and it's like 40 something degrees. I'm like, what is going on? Like, it's May, baby. <laughs> this is too much. And so I've been in that space just wondering what in the world is going on with this weather. But I hope you've been good. Um, I know that my people in Virginia, I heard it was like 85 degrees earlier this week. So I'm a little bit jealous. And I'm sure in other parts of the country, I can't even... LA. I'm sure it's, it's much, much better. So I'm jealous. I'm completely jealous, but that's neither here nor there. I hope you're warm. I hope you're well. I hope that you're enjoying this weather for the both of us. And I'm excited to dig into today's episode. Well, that's a lie, actually. <laughs> Let me keep it all the way real. Okay. I did not want to record today's episode. No, sir, Bob, I did not. <laughs> because look, listen, every week I always pray and I always say, God, give me something to say. Help me say something that will be impactful for whoever chooses to hear and, you know, apply it to their life. And this week I was perusing and just trying to figure out, you know, what will be this week's episode? What am I going through? What what should I be sharing? And at first I thought I was going to talk about Aisha Curry on the whole shebang, but then I was like, uh, no, I don't feel like it. <laughs> and I, 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 uh, no, no, no. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not, no. So I was like, I'm not touching that. If you didn't get it, then you just chose not to get it because she, yeah. I'm done. That's as much as I'm going to say about that. Um, so I just really, I, I toyed with Aisha Curry and, you know, my thoughts. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not playing with that. If you don't get it, you choose not to get it. Or you just want to be a troll. And so I left that alone. And then um, I was like, okay, well then, you know, what else is there? I've had a pretty cool week. You know, it's been whatever, whatever. And then I heard God tell me, talk about fear. And I was like, we're not doing that. Like, fam, no, I'm I'm like in the middle of walking out of fear and dealing with fear. Like I should be well, you know, I should be like an over, you know, like overcoming that feeling very confident about, you know, no longer feeling the fear anymore. Um, I'm like, I'm in the middle of it. Why would you want me to talk about fear? <laughs> like, no, ma'am, no, sir. Like another another topic, sir, please. No, not that one. But that kept coming up. And I realized it's like, this is called take a shot with MMJ Emma for a reason. And 
I, one of my greatest joys is that I get to share with you as I'm taking my shot, as I'm pursuing purpose, I get to share the lessons along the way so that as you're taking your shot, that you would first of all realize that you're not alone in doing it and that the battles that you face as you decide to step out of faith, as you decide to pursue that God-given dream, that you would know that you are not facing them alone. And hopefully that what I share will be beneficial to you. And hopefully as you take it, as you apply it to your life, that you become all the better for it. And so I was like, all right, we're going to talk about fear. And here's the thing. I, I, I despise fear. If you asked me if there was anything I hated more on the planet than fear, I don't know if there would be a thing. I hate fear. I hate the feeling of fear. And I hate fear because I struggled with it my whole life. I hate fear because it has been, I've seen it my whole life, whether it be in my family, I've seen its destructive effects. And I've seen what happens when fear isn't dealt with. And I'm at this place in my life where I'm like, you know, as I am believing God and taking my shot at pursuing purpose, I realize that you simply cannot pursue purpose without coming up against fear. Whatever fear that you struggle with, and we all struggle with some level of fear, but whatever fear you struggle with, you're going to have to face that giant and overcome it in order to continue, start or continue taking your shot at pursuing the thing that God is putting in your heart. And so, listen, fear can, it comes in a myriad of, of forms and fashions. You could be, you know, afraid of rejection um, and your fear of rejection is stopping you from um, stepping out and doing some things. You could be afraid of success and that can be dis displayed by, you know, your procrastination, your like getting easily distracted by little things that have nothing to do with the big thing that you know you should be doing. Um, you could be afraid of failure. Um, you could be afraid of death. You could have irrational fears like you could be afraid of, you know, bugs or, you know, maybe like me, you could have struggled with and in fear of dogs and cats like everyone has some sort of fear. But the problem and the issue with fear is, is like I said, if it's not dealt with. It's like a cancer, like it spreads, like the more you don't deal with it, the, the the more time you give, you don't deal with it, it gets worse. Like over the years, it gets worse and bigger and bigger and bigger. And because you've allowed fear into one area of your life, it starts to spread and infect other areas of your life. And so I realized that if I'm going to go all the way, if I, I'm going to take my shot, if I'm going to keep going at this thing that God has put in my heart, then fear has got to be something that I face and I overcome. And now is the time. Um, and so I bring that to you today because clearly this is something that somebody out there needs to hear. It is time for you to face your fear. It is time for you to overcome that thing. It is time for you to no longer be bound or held back by your fear. And I need you to know that it is absolutely possible. Why is that? Because with God, anything is possible. And I can say that because I'm right in the middle of it. I am right <laughs> in the thick of it. And um, I I just want to share what I've learned so far. This episode will be part one. I don't know when part two will be <laughs> because as I'm learning, I'm sharing. So part two will come when part two comes. But for now, um, I want to share what I'm learning about overcoming fear. 
So the first thing, the first key that I want to share in overcoming your fear is prayer. I listen. I know that we live in a time where, you know, a lot of people say thoughts and prayers and a lot of people are saying that doesn't work, but I'm still a firm believer in prayer working. I believe that prayer works and I've seen it time and time again in my life. Prayer works. And so the first key is going to God and being honest and saying, look, I need help and crying out and saying, I need help. I have struggled with insert your fear for a long time. And I need help to overcome this. Can you help me? Can you heal me? I need help. And so that's the first thing. It's just humbling yourself and asking God for help and asking God for help and asking him for freedom. You know, that's the first step. And even as you do that, as you pray, it's having the faith to believe that he is able, he can, and he will free you. You know, I invite you to do that first step of just praying by faith and believing um, that he's very capable and believing that he can and he will heal you. And so that's the first thing is always like I'm always going to say pray. And then the second thing is realize this faith without works is dead. Okay, so after you pray, it's believing, you know, you have to believe that God is able to free you and God wants to set you free and God wants to give you that freedom and even begin to believe that you already are free. I believe that as we ask God for freedom from fear, that God has already given it to us. But the thing is, very rarely, not saying that it's not possible, but very rarely does it feel like, okay, you know, I wake up one morning and all of a sudden I'm not afraid anymore. Like very rarely does it happen that way. Usually you have to learn to walk that thing out. So even as you pray and you believe in faith that God is giving you the strength and the power you need, you have to partner with him to help you walk out of fear into freedom. And so what does that practically look like? I know for me, that practically looks like me understanding that for years, I've believed this lie. And that's what fear is. Fear is a lie. Any type of fear, whatever fear, insert your fear here. Like every fear is a lie. I believe Joyce Meyer said this. She said, um, or maybe she didn't. I heard her say it. Fear is false evidence appearing real. And usually with fear, what happens is that we have this imagination of the worst thing happening and happening to us. And we internalize that. We meditate on that. All, all meditation is, is having a thought and sitting and thinking and and, and sitting on that thought and allowing that thought to roll in your mind 24-7. That's all meditation is. So when people sit and they're actively meditating, they're actively meditating on a thought. And so when you have this imagination of the worst thing happening to you and you have that imagination all day long and these thoughts of this is going to happen to me and this is going to happen to me and, you th- and that's all you think about, Yes, so you're meditating on that. And the more you meditate on that, the more that you believe that. And then worse, as you meditate on it, the more you speak on it. When you speak on it, when you say, for instance, if you're afraid of being attacked by a bug, I don't know. If you're afraid of of failing, let's say that. If you're if you're afraid of failing and you just come into agreement with that by just saying, you know, I'm scared that I'm going to fail. I'm scared that I'm going to fail. I'm scared and you you literally keep saying that. What happens is by you constantly meditating on it and by you constantly speaking it, you're actually allowing it to be manifested in your life. Like listen, listen, listen. Listen, this is not just some like new world thing. This is actually like biblical. Your words actually have power. 
And so it begins in your thought life. And so if in your thought, you're allowing yourself to meditate on the worst possible thing and sitting on that and believing that and then speaking it. And when you speak it, you're coming into agreement with it. When you're doing that, then what you're doing is you're allowing yourself, you're opening up yourself, you're coming into agreement with that thing and you're opening up yourself, opening up this door for failure to come into your life. And then all of a sudden, you know, you fail at something, you say, see, I told you. And it, and, and, and no, you didn't, you agreed with it. You meant it, like people say, you manifested it, you agreed with it. You came into agreement with it, you spoke it and it happened. And so that's why what people fear the most, it actually comes upon them because they agree with it and, and they allow it to, you know, and I don't want to say they, we, <laughs> we, me, we, you know, we allow it to sit and, 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 and fester and grow in our minds until we believe it. And then we start speaking it. And as we speak it, all of a sudden you're seeing what you're actually speaking because your words, you, your words are that powerful. Yes, they are. And so it's learning. Here's the thing. When you are walking out of fear, it's first believing that God has the power to set you free, believing that he has set you free, but then also now being intentional about the thoughts that you're thinking and the words that you're speaking. And so that looks like, for me personally, I know that looks like me building myself up, affirming myself. And so what do I mean by that? I love words of affirmation because I literally be, believe words are powerful. And as the more that you speak them, um, the more that you believe them, the more you speak them, the more that you meditate on them, the more you chew on them, the more that you actually believe what you are saying. And so I realized that I've got to begin affirming myself that first of all, I've got to realize in my mind that fear is a lie. So when I have whatever thought in my mind that, you know, oh, this is going to happen or this bad thing is going to happen to me or whatever, you know, fear I'm dealing with at the moment, I've got to realize, okay, that's a lie. That's, a, that's actually a lie. I don't have to believe that. And then more than that, I've got to replace that lie with the truth. And so I replace that lie with the truth by taking a scripture in my Bible and actually saying it. And so I mentioned like fear of animals has been a thing for me for, for a while, particularly fear of dogs, fear of cats. And so the fear of being attacked by animals has been a thing. And so, you know, the, what, having imagination of like, I'm going to get attacked or whatever the case is, instead of speaking that, I realize now that I have to combat that by saying, okay, yes, there are dogs that are aggressive. There are dogs that have mauled and done, you know, crazy things, but there are also really good, really sweet dogs that I've actually had the pleasure of meeting and knowing. That's the first thing. So I replace that with the truth. Not all dogs are like that. And the second thing is just because a dog was aggressive um, doesn't mean that all dogs are like that. So why live in fear of one, a one thing occurrence? And then you know, secondly, I mean, I don't know, thirdly, wherever I am, whatever, whatever number this is, thirdly is is saying, you know what, instead of putting my trust, because it's like, okay, you know, people say with their dogs, you know, they always say, you know, he's not going to bite, he's not going to whatever, whatever. Well, I don't know that, fam. But I do know that I trust God. I do know that I have been through a whole lot in my life and God has protected me each and every time. I literally am alive today because God has kept me. He has protected me. And so I realize now that I 
don't, the issue is I don't trust God with my whole heart. Because if I trust a God with my whole heart, if I trust a God with everything, then I will trust him with this too. And so I realized that the scripture, I have to affirm myself by saying, by pulling out of scriptures, like I trust in the Lord with all of my heart. I do not depend on my own understanding and all my ways I acknowledge him. He'll show me the path to take. That's the scripture. So again, I, I shortened that up sometimes to be, I trust God with all my heart. I trust God with all my heart. You know, um, another scripture would be, God has not given me a spirit of fear. I have power. I have love. I have a sound mind. Again, you know, when I have those imaginations, when those imaginations come up, it's saying, listen, no, that's actually a lie. And speaking, no, God has not given me a spirit of fear. I have power. I have love. And I have a well and a calm and well-balanced mind. I have a sound mind. Um, it's saying, I trust in the Lord with all of my heart. Um, it's pulling out scriptures that I know will help me and saying them over and over and over again. Because remember, you know, prior to this, I allowed myself to think whatever like negative thought came into my mind. Like, I allowed myself to meditate on a lie. And so now the task is realizing, okay, yeah, now I know that's a lie. And so regardless of how many times a day, how much it takes, I'm going to speak the truth. I'm going to meditate on the truth till I destroy the lie in my mind, no matter how long it takes, because I want to replace the, the lie with the truth. And so, you know, for you, what does that look like? Does that look like fear of success? Does that look like fear of failure? Does that does that look like fear of death? Are you afraid that you're going to die? You know, what does that look like for you? Listen, if you're like, for example, if you're like, I'm afraid I'm going to die, then don't come into agreement with that. Don't begin to prepare and plan and say, just in case I die, don't do that. <laughs> don't come into agreement with that thought. Um, speak over yourself. And uh, I think of a scripture that I grew up, my parents grew up with us saying all the time, which is, I shall not die, but I shall live and declare the works of the Lord. And so prepare to live and speak life over yourself. Don't speak death over yourself. And then don't don't start preparing for death and saying, just in case I die, I'm going to leave this here. You know, there's a difference between being wise and leaving things for generations to come. But that's one thing. Another thing is actually preparing to die because you think you're going to die any day now. No, speak life. I will not die, but I will live and I will declare the works of the Lord. I'm going to live a full life. I'm going to live an abundant life. I don't care how you feel when you're saying it. By the way, as you're saying these things, you're going to have thoughts. Oh, this is silly. Um, this isn't even working. Doesn't matter. Keep saying it. Your life depends on it. Your life depends on it. So I just I just want to challenge you that first of all, know that fear is a liar. Like it's an actual it's a liar. <laughs> it is a liar. And if you do not deal with it, it will destroy you. I don't care if it's something little. Fear is ruthless and it doesn't just stay in its one place. You just, you just don't get scared of bugs. It doesn't stay there. It grows bigger and bigger and bigger. And the thing is, if not dealt with, you, generations after you will, will still have to deal with this because it'll pass down. Because when you have kids, you will have that same fear and they'll watch you. <laughs> like they will watch you, you know, live in fear. And for them, it gets because the, what you don't deal with grows. It, it just it grows. It's a disease and it'll grow. And you leave your children with dealing with your fear on a bigger level. So you have to make a decision and say, this stops with me. Fear of failure, fear of success, fear of rejection. 
identify if you don't even know what you're afraid of identify your fear and and decide that it stops with you and you're willing to do whatever it takes for it to stop and your first your first bet is prayer asking God to help you asking God to help set you free and the next step is knowing that fear is a lie like actually like it's a lie it's it's a lie those thoughts that you're thinking in your mind um the worst possible scenarios that you're imagining it's a lie it's not true and then Come against those with affirming words. Build yourself up. I use scripture to do that. The affirmations I speak over myself are scripture based. And so affirm yourself and keep doing as much as you need to because your life depends on it. And and I say this because I'm at a place where I I'm not married. I don't have kids, but I, I very much think about my generations after me and I think about my legacy and what I don't want to leave is a legacy of fear. And and when you're taking your shot, you are going to come up against either dealing and overcoming your fear or allowing fear to keep you bound. And if you allow fear to keep you bound, you're not going to move forward. You're not going to be able to do anything because it's going to stop you. And so you are at a crossroads. And I ask that you choose life. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be work. Oh, baby, it's going to be work, but you are capable. You can do it. You can do it. And with God's help, anything is possible. I hope this was helpful. Um, I would love to know. Share your thought. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat at Emma, Or you can send me a message or a voicemail at takeashotpodcast at gmail.com. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to talking to you in the next episode. Bye-bye. Ryan, let's <laughs>